government has killed hundreds of families. Many more will die if something is not done. What do you know about what's happening in Ethiopia? It's not a bloody genocide, but nobody gives a shit because it's in Africa. Well, your prime minister decided to give a shit. The Red Sea Diving Resort. It's a hotel we can use to smuggle the refugees through Sudan to Israel. So let's be very clear. If this goes wrong, you'll all be hanging from cranes. Welcome to the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at NomcastPod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me at JokesOnDrew. Special announcement right up top. If you are local to Connecticut and are heading to Terrificon this weekend and are a fan of this pod, good news! I will be part of the Hang With Chad live show at 2 p.m. on Saturday at the Peeping Frog panel room. It'll be a fun, hour-long movie discussion and trivia event with prizes for some lucky audience members, so don't miss out. Last time I did one of these, I won and had my audience member go home with a great prize pack of gifts, so come out and support me and Team Nomcast as I attempt not to embarrass myself too badly. And of course, if you're a listener, please say hello and let me know what you think. Always love to hear that feedback. All right, on with the show. This week, we'll be talking about the based-on-true-events action thriller The Red Sea Diving Resort, which stars Chris Evans, who we all know from Captain America and the Avengers movies, taking on another mission this time as Mossad agent Ari Levinson. Along with his newly assembled crew, he attempts to smuggle thousands of Jewish Ethiopian refugees to Israel through a resort on the shores of Sudan. The movie is written and directed by Gideon Raff, who's known for his Israeli TV show Prisoners of War, that served as the inspiration for the popular American TV show, Homeland. To help me break this one down, I brought on Chris Frodell, a movie reviewer and frequent contributor to Pinacomics.com under the moniker Arguing With Myself. You can find a lot of his reviews on Facebook as well under, you guessed it, Arguing With Myself. Thanks to Chris for doing the pod. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Please rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check me out at Terrificon on Saturday for Hanging with Chad Live at 2 p.m. in the Peeping Frog panel room. Thanks so much. Give a listen. I went into this movie thinking this is Chris Evans. It's a big splash for him. It's a big deal for him because everybody who's into him just saw what happened to him in the MCU. I'll try to be polite. And not, I, it's funny because we spoil the shit out of the movies. Yeah. But yet alone, I don't want to like somehow spoil a movie that is the biggest box office movie in history yeah. now. And yeah, whatever. He's not Captain America anymore. Yeah. Uh, so he has to move on. Yep. This is where he starts that campaign. And I find this to be a fascinating move on his part because mostly y- you see the trailer and he tends to have. And I don't know if you've noticed this about him. He tends to do movies that are very positive. 
yeah. at least like since he's kind of had the cachet to do so. It yeah. feels like he always has to have a role that definitely paints himself in the best light or that yeah. it has some positive message. He's very social political, uh, positive leaning on Twitter and stuff like any kind of yeah. positive thing he could do. So this movie on paper, you yeah. know, is like, oh, well, of course, I, you know, it's it's, you know, I'm helping out refugees. I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. So, of course, I think it appeals to him. Yeah. But I do find it fascinating to do essentially a Netflix movie. Yeah. Instead of a, a theater, you know, release yeah. type thing. And and then after this, I don't know if you saw what he has coming up, but I mean, he has a show for Apple TV, like when okay. they're going to do their streaming service. Yeah, they uh, made the announcement. I think he was one of the people on stage. No. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Him, I don't know. Spielberg I know, like, and uh, a bunch of others. Yeah, like Reese Witherspoon has a show, yeah. I know, and some other things. It's a very weird launch. Yeah. I don't want to get too deep on them, but I... Yeah. I I worry for them in the streaming wars yeah. because like everybody else is like throwing bombs and they're just like, Hey, yeah. remember we have your phone like here, yeah. I'm going to send you some messages that Reese Witherspoon's doing something. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're using your phone. We're going to message you. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll gently nudge at you until yeah. you like us. It's that, it's that like, uh, uh, the art of like, uh, picking up women shit where it's like, oh yeah, we'll just hang back. You know, yeah. don't make eye contact. Don't right. be at the right angle. Just kind of smooth. Just kind of yeah. angle it in. That's Apple on uh. their streaming service. Everybody else is like, got their like, uh, did you ever watch the pickup artist on VH1? No, there no, was this, there was a oh, show God. back in the day and it was based off this guy's book. That was insane. Yeah. And <laughs> it was this guy, uh, he basically dressed like fucking Jamiroquai. Oh practically. my God. He had like this kind I've of magician-esque look to him. Yeah. And he would pick up all the women, all of the women. And the part of the appeal was like, you had to have your peacocking, which yeah, yeah. was like having like essentially almost like the office space, like flair yeah. for you to like stand yeah. out. And, and this guy would do it. And I feel like that's, that's. You know Disney Plus. That's yeah. that's HBO Max and that's Netflix and I, uh, and sort of Amazon Prime now. Yeah, Amazon it, Prime just tough. cares less until like recently. Well, yeah, I was gonna say uh, they, Lord of the Rings is like a billion dollar thing, so I guess I can't if it say ever they comes don't out. care, right? I know, but they yeah. just and they're barely talking about it. They have like these secret meetings. Yeah, but it's, anyway, no, no, you're you're right. It's, yeah, these. I wonder what the fallout's gonna be. And who's from the streaming war? From the streaming, yeah, uh, the, well, yeah. Especially because it's going to get costly, so you're going to see a whole it lot. It already of is. It already is, but I it's going to increase. I mean, because yeah. HBO Max hasn't even come out. Yeah. So if people already have HBO. It's not so bad. I mean, but it's going to be another fifteen or something, seventeen. I think. I'm most so. likely going to get Disney Plus. Right. Uh, I yeah. Everybody is because it's seven ninety nine. Yeah. But, but anyway, so but still, it all adds up, so. <laughs> right? So Chris Evans, <laughs> yeah, he's baffling because it's like you would think he he kind of waited out. He has all this momentum. He right. doesn't need to do anything right away, right. and yet people still he, know who he is. He doesn't have to do that project, like, right? Hey, remember me? Right, exactly. From a month ago. So he's kind of soft tossing right now. Yeah. He's he's entering in with this being the first thing uh, post end game, mm-hmm. and. It's definitely, it fits, like I said, in that wheelhouse, but it doesn't, it's definitely not something that's going to be putting him back on the map, or it's not going to make a statement 
about right. who he is unless this is it like that that positivity that social political stuff that like you know positive leaning thing right. some kind of effect he can have on the world type yeah. movie but then of course the i think the show that he's doing on apple isn't anything too much like that and then yeah. he's doing like a dr jekyll and mr hyde movie is he yeah oh, it's God. called jekyll <laughs> so um. yeah he's got that coming up so i don't know where this puts him but th- yeah. the reason why i was excited for this movie because i wanted to kind of see if you can get a sense of that and i don't know if you picked anything up or if that if that was how you came into it either no obviously uh, i i kind of clued you into this when we were talking about but you did uh yeah. and i i really wanted to come into it cold Right. Uh, I knew nothing about it. I didn't right. even watch the trailer. I was just like, right. I have to watch this movie. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. Right. Uh, and then when it started, I was just like, really, what am I watching? Mm. I, I didn't even know the premise. Right. Other than Ethiopian uh, Jewish refri- refugees. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I've never heard of that before. Sure. I'm invested. Right. You know? Yeah. As invested but as- But if the story's you know, good that, enough, you yeah. don't need all that right. backstory. You can literally should just come off the street and be exactly. like, oh, okay, this is what it is? I mean- Yeah. Yeah. Plus, uh, I didn't- uh, Lately, it seems like every time you watch any trailer or preview- It tells you too much. It, yeah, it tells you too much. Yeah. And I didn't- I knew nothing about this story, but if it if it gave me too much, if it, it took away that emotional investment- Right. Then I would have been like, meh, whatever. Right. I mean, spoiler alert, I, I wasn't wowed by this. Right. But still, I, I wanted to I, I wanted to take it as is. Are you a Chris Evans fan, though? I am. Were you I, coming I, into that? I know, obviously, you work with the Pine of Comics guys, yeah. and you do your own movie reviews and such, yeah. But so I feel like you may have some nerd leanings that uh, contribute uh, to being into the MCU stuff. Yes, I, I'm, I'm uh, known as Mr. Marvel. Oh yeah. So I uh, by who's who's uh, uh, who Shane that from Media Mosh. Media Mosh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he he calls me that to get me riled up. Right. To be like, oh, you're gonna like it anyways. You're Mr. Marvel. Oh, okay. I'm like, no, yeah. no, I don't like everything. Right. And I mean, he, to be honest, they put out a lot of good products though. Right. <laughs> so right. I mean, obviously, they have their duds every now and then, and, and it's been quite obvious which ones were. I mean, they're t- they're turnkey in terms of money, right? But even then, on their level, you can see where the duds were. Even the duds, I find they're entertaining out, enough. They were, yeah. Th- that like even the the lower tier, right? I don't know where you fall on those. Okay. I would probably say Captain Marvel, Dark World, yeah, uh, Iron Man two, um, possibly even three. <laughs> Although um, I, I I love three three three's uh, I, not I terrible. I mean that's Shane Black, right? Yeah, that was the, yeah. Yep. So that was a little bit better than yeah. two, but uh, you know even stuff they did with uh, I'm going to say his name wrong, which is funny because I'm uh, literally staring at Ben Kingsley's name. Oh but the Man- yeah, not the Mandalorian because I keep no, thinking, that's, ma- the, the, the that's ma- John Favreau's project. Mandarin. Yeah, the Mandarin. Thank yeah. you. I was like uh, the orange, the orange, the and then he wasn't even yeah. the Mandarin yeah. either. So it was that whole thing. So. Anyway, but but, but the uh, even you know, those yeah have a modicum like even though I didn't like Iron Man two yeah. I really liked some of the performances and some of the things that yeah. they did beforehand. It's a packed cast as always. Yep. So you're always gonna get something out of it. Yeah, I look at it like a, a TV series, twenty two right. episodes. Sure. And sometimes you're gonna get a, a oh yeah an episode where it's like eh. yeah 
I wonder what they're going to do next week yeah. or the next show. Right. And uh, it's all a cohesive story told throughout those 22 episodes. So right. even the low ones are, are still going to uh, give credence to uh, the overall story. For sure. It, it makes me wonder how much was forethought right, and how much was off the cuff. Right. But I, I think they stuck the landing for all 22. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tall order, and they did it yeah. as... Obviously, the proof is in how people are crazy about these movies, so oh, yeah. obviously there's that. So, But obviously, Chris Evans was a big part of that, yep. and now he's stepping down from that, and he's got to move on, and here we are with Red Sea Diving Resort. And yeah. so, obviously... Did you enjoy him as Captain America? Have you enjoyed his career up to this point? Like, so when you were coming into this, so you had any kind of general optimism towards the project, or I did because uh, yeah. Chris has uh, a charisma, right? You know, whether you think that's yeah. uh, part of a talent, his or charm, a crutch, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'll admit I to both. Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. <laughs> I enjoy I, his presence. I remember I saw like uh, when I was seeing some people talk about this movie on Twitter and it's like it immediately devolved to like even articles reviewing the movie were like, yeah, yeah it's it's OK. But, you know, Chris Evans was topless for like this amount of time or right? this guy like uh, or even Miguel Huseman uh, from yes, Game of Thrones. From, uh, I don't watch Game of Thrones, yeah. but I recognize him from uh, House on Haunted Hill. OK, yeah. Uh, the older brother the crane brother the old right. crane brother yeah oh yeah right yeah. um because i was like wait was it house on haunted hill or was it uh the hill the ha- uh, haunting the of hill house haunting of hill house. that's what it is yeah I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse me sorry this is a netflix <laughs> podcast sir if you're gonna get your terms <laughs> yeah, wrong sorry the netflix one is not oh, the one God. to do it um, um yeah that's it thank you very much for having me again <laughs> <laughs> it was great having you yeah. um but yeah, so obviously yeah. he's he's landed a couple of projects, but yeah. he also gets the you know the naked scene in this movie and yep. kind of and does that and does the not gonna lie, I yeah. was like, did I just did he just yeah I rewound yeah <laughs> I did do you see do you see no, I, nothing I don't, it's I don't nothing th- ah, it's nah. Mr Skin everybody yeah. Mr Skin <laughs> is here uh, forty five <laughs> minutes now right yeah yeah so all right so yeah but obviously he. He, uh, <laughs> I think uh, when we when I was last on the Pine Comics podcast, I yeah. think we were talking about like kind of like beautiful people have kind of like overcome being beautiful to try to get respected. Yep. And Chris Evans, I think, is fought having Chris Evans face. Yeah. Uh, this whole time, I know. So. Yeah, and his hair is long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Although what's weird because like that's that was the end of the cap stuff too, right? For like a while yeah. there, he had the full beard and kind of the longer hair. I so was wondering, it's not too dissimilar if it if it was between during that period or yeah, like right. immediately after. Right. But um, yeah, it was just like oh, he's rugged, you know. He's, sure. I'm not as handsome as you think I am. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's always the thing, are. right? They always need to be in some kind of character thing. I always yeah. I always go back to like Brad Pitt cuz Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. you know, he started on soaps and he had to get out of that kind of, you know, people kind of pegged him even early on when he had success as like kind yeah. of like the next kind of Robert Redford thing where it was yep. going to be like, "Oh, he's super hot and he'll eventually get better at movies." You know, yeah. or something. I mean, Robert Redford started out super hot, but he also yeah. had a period I think where he was on either some kind of TV or or lower level stuff that yeah. kind of he had to break out but 
you know, a lot of those type of actors have to do this. And Chris Evans definitely yeah. hit a lot of roadblocks on the way to now his superstar through the MCU. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at his IMDb, it's not strong outside of Captain America. I mean, no. like, uh, I, for the ones that I wrote down anyway, you have the Fantastic Four series, which obviously yep. was the way he kind of got into the Captain America thing. Yeah. He's good in them but those movies are trash yeah so it they're very forgettable they they had a run for a while where they'd yeah. get run on fx every five seconds but then yeah. once they made the new ones they kind of had to put those in the back yeah. shelf and fox is terrible with all that anyway so, I think so. you know yeah. they mishandled so many characters it's i'm glad they got rid of them to be yeah. honest um and then like some and then he'll do like these indie things that I think are great. Like Snowpiercer is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad they're they're actually doing a series of that now. Which I was surprised yeah. they're not doing it on Netflix because Snowpiercer, the only way I watched that was because Netflix had it. because um, it's the same director as Okja, uh, which oh, yeah, came yeah. out and they were like, Oh yeah, we gotta get this guy. He's like on the on the come up and they didn't get that. Uh, I forget his name. Boone something. Yeah, yeah. Bo- I don't yes. have it off the top of All my right. head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> edit, uh, edited, edited in. Yeah, later. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Insert name here. Yeah. Uh, the uh, but you know his new movie is not going to Netflix, and then Snowpiercer the series is not coming to Netflix. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. interesting. But that movie I thought is great. I thought he's really good in it. Yeah. Which again, that's kind of like a savior kind of character too. Yeah. To that too. So again. He has that. And the only time he kind of steps out of those things was the stuff he did kind of like previous to all that, where yeah. he was just trying to work. And you got like a Scott Pilgrim thing. Or yes. you, or you got him being Casey Jones in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboot stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and then Not Another Teen Movie was the first time I saw him when he was super young. Yeah. And he just literally played exactly what you think of him as like this handsome doofus quarterback yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. And- it works. Yeah. Cause, and so he kind of got, you can see like Scott Pilgrim's like an attempt to like break out of those type yeah. of things. Because yeah. otherwise he easily could have got roped into being, because to me, I think he's just the weirdly more built version of like a Ryan Gosling. But Ryan Gosling yeah. purposely chose his stuff to not lean into anything too extreme. He kind of just... We he kind of leaned into the Ryan Gosling thing, yeah, a little bit more, yeah. and also went independent a lot, so he can get kind of like meteor scripts or, yep. or do things like that, and and occasionally he's just like would do a movie like, hey, remember I'm super hot, and yeah. then would just go back, and then he'd go back and yep. do like <laughs> Place Beyond the Pines or something, and right? do something independent. Yeah. So Chris Evans is just very popcorn. Like, Although uh, I think we discussed it, the uh, one indie that he yeah, did that kind uh, of romantic comedy go, thing, yeah, well, right? was, not romantic comedy, it was a drama. Um, yeah, but I, but I yeah. thought that was really good, and I, I, I was just like, wow, he, right, he is not like his other characters he's portrayed. Sure, um, and it's you know, it's an innocent enough movie, you know. It's, sure, you kind of know where it's going, but even at the end, uh, you're like, wait a minute. I have to choose how I right. want it to end. <laughs> right. Plus, Alice Eve is not very, hard to look at. Yeah, very attractive. Yeah. So yeah. I was just like, yeah, no. I And I thought he had more of a, um, I thought he was going to direct mm. this. Right. And it uh, turns out he did not. No. And in fact, uh, I mean, we can, we can go in that direction a little bit too, but Gideon Raff, I always find Netflix to do this 
mm-hmm. a lot to where they kind of go with creators and okay. people who have like a vision mm-hmm. and don't necessarily go with all the time. They of course have roped in people like the Coen brothers yeah. or, or something on that level to be like, Oh, this guy has extreme pedigree. We got to get a movie right. out of him. Um, but the, the thing they do sometimes is where they'll go to people who have done nothing but TV and then they go, yep. Hey, you have a vision for these things. You're a good writer. Like yeah. let, let's do a project together. And this kind of feels like it's Gideon Raff's fingerprints all over. Obviously he yeah. wrote and directed this. Mm-hmm. He hasn't directed a feature since 08. And even that was a very low budget yeah, thing was, as I well. I was looking at his uh, right. IMDb and I'm just like, I don't think I've seen anything no. he's done. It's mostly TV and uh, even for him, he's Israeli. So obviously, yeah. you know, this exactly. hopefully hits closer to home. I saw some interviews and That's what I thought. he didn't seem crazy passionate about it, but um, <laughs> he did say some nice things to kind of like give you the impression of what he wanted right. for you to take away from this movie. In fact, he literally said, I, I have the quote up <laughs> here because I was very fascinated to My see. My parents made me do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm under contract. Um, but the thing that he noted is that he said, this movie is about what amazing things people can do when they reach out to each other. What I really want people to take from it is the fact that when, what I really want people to take from it is the fact that when you help people, when you understand we're all part of the same family, the world becomes a better place. And I guess you can glean from this movie. Sure. Yeah. Because obviously it is a movie of, you know, saving these people and yep. giving them a better life mm-hmm. and and getting them out of a bad situation yeah to me the uh, movies like this though it's about the ride yeah. and and it's about the plan mm-hmm. and it's about the like the execution of the plan or lack of execution of the plan like basically the yeah. the hero arc in a way um and especially but this one's obviously a team up which obviously chris evans is no stranger to <laughs> whatsoever um and uh, and gideon raff is a guy who did Prisoners of War, which was basically the the blueprint for Homeland, okay. and and they adapted it from that to be Homeland. Okay. Uh, so basically, thinking about that as his background, it's like okay, he, this should be a perfect fit. Yeah. And between Chris Evans being the lead and Gideon Raff kind of having that, knowing that landscape, and yet I feel like this movie didn't have a pulse. No, it was very even keel. There was there was not a whole lot, and, and I think part of that, part of it where I think that it could have rocked a little bit more and, and gotten people into it. I, I, I read some reviews that said, you know, it starts out slow, but once it gets cooking, once the plan is in place, yeah. it really starts to, like, grab you and, and bring you in. And I was like... It held my hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it was gentle with me. Yes. <laughs> It, it was bringing me in a few right times, but right. um, overall, yeah, I feel like because there's a few things when I read the description or whether I see what the background of these people are like, yeah. I feel like I'm looking at something that could have been a blueprint for a hotel Rwanda type, yeah, where it's it's minimal, it's it's basically two three locations max, it's. Yep. But you get a real sense for these people, and especially Don Cheadle's character, in that you know what he's all about. You know what he's doing. He, he is the front for he. He's literally, yeah. you know, like Tiananmen Square, like standing in front of a tank while yeah. he's protecting all these people, essentially, and and then has to make it work. So that's intense. 
because that is right there. Yeah. This movie, you, I thought the resort was going to kind of maybe be in that realm or, or at least, you know, it is still very, it's not crazy locations or anything. It seems to be almost right. re- repetitive to a fault. I think what could have helped it is if they fleshed out the team characters yeah. because when I went into this, I, I, I wrote down the team. Uh, Cause again, like half of them, I really didn't even remember their names, which is sad right. when you're watching this movie, I should like have an identity to these people. Yes. And, and for a bit, like they're, they're really subtle about it in the movie. I watched it kind of like one and a half times just to kind of like bring oh, okay. up some scenes, do some things yep. after first viewing to just kind of be like, were my feelings as true to it as right. as they were? They're really subtle about what these people are good at outside of Sammy being the field medic, right? Because who reminded you that he was a medic all the every time. time? Yeah. Here's a question for you because I don't think I picked it up if I knew exactly. Okay. How's his hand get fucked up? Um. It was was in that in the past... first mission? No, I think it was. So you don't see it. No, it's referenced. Only when he confronts him about, yeah. like, hey, you're the best field medic I've ever seen. And he's like, not yeah. anymore. Yeah. And he shows, like, you know, it's two like, missing fingers. Right. Like yeah. this cartoon. Yeah. This cartoonishly looking yeah. like it's, <laughs> it almost <laughs> looked like he was bend, bending his fingers on screen. Yeah. And be like, look, I have no fingers. It's right. Like, Wait a minute. What? Was he missing fingers? I thought he was, he was just kind of like it was, it was missing damage. The, uh, the ring finger and the pinky. Okay. I think. Because it reminded me of, this is so bad, of uh, a terrible movie, by the way. A uh, scary movie, too, when uh, yep. Chris, El- Chris Elliott, right, is the... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's got, like, the kind of, like, trigger finger hooked in, yes. like, the Igor the, the, fucking... The baby hands or yes, something exactly. like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. It kind of, like, reminded me of what he was doing with his hand, like, kind of, like, showing off yeah. in the same way as that. It, like, it, it threw me off. Yeah. Especially because my brain is like, wait, did... Did something happen to his hand when we saw him in the first? No, it was, it scene? was only like, referenced. So right. yeah, we missed that. We didn't. We didn't see that at all. Right. So because he he says it almost like he's using it as part of the ammunition he has against Chris Evans because he's trying to talk him out of like I'm yeah. not going back with you. I'm not going back with you. I'm not signing up for this mission. And then yeah. part of it is like, yeah, I'm not a good field. I was a surgeon, goddamn yeah. it. And it's like, wait. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Like, we don't know anything. And I feel this movie is two hours and ten, I think, or yeah. something, maybe. It was long. Yeah. Well, but is it? It's either. Well, yeah, that's. It could have. I think it was half-assed, actually, because it, either it's it 225. Like and it could have been a short-run TV show. It could have been 225 and fleshed out the characters more, or it could have been an hour and a half and you cut out all the bullshit and just streamline the mission. Yeah. Because even then, I was reading up on it. A lot of the mission stuff was kind of fabricated. Oh, I'm like sure. it's very loosely based on the true events. Mm-hmm. Like the hotel thing is real, and and even yeah. uh, they mentioned in one of the articles I wrote that the hotel did actually turn a profit. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So leave it to the government yeah. to like you know figure that out. But <laughs> but as far as like the other stuff. There's a lot of articles on the internet right now actually calling this movie kind of like a white savior movie, which is a very common term. Yeah. Older, like, because you either get the white savior version where it's kind of like, uh, like a, like the last samurai is yeah, probably yeah. like a, like a good thing where it's yep. like, why the fuck is Tom Cruise here? Like that kind Wait of a, a thing. Spoiler alert. He's the last samurai. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
And so you got stuff like that yeah. as like a common example. And then you have the other one where it's the kind of the, the mystical black man. So like there's always these right. like trope things. And this one falls into the white savior category because from what I understand, the true story is more of a partnership and the character that's played by Michael K. Williams mm -hmm. is more or less that there was a template off of a guy who was the actual guy on the ground yeah. that was more true to this, except he was kind of more the mastermind than the Israeli government. It was more of a partnership. Let's put yeah. it that way. Um, and even the idea for the, the resort and stuff wasn't like all the Chris Evans character right. type. It was a, you know, a collective. Mm -hmm. So again, I think if you're if you're trying to make this movie more interesting, yeah, the collective has to rise to like make everything work because there's nothing about Chris. I, when I finish the movie, I realize I'm talking for days. So I swear no, to no. God, I'll shut the fuck no, up. No, please, no. Chris Evans. I tried to think at the end because I feel I'm rewatching the movie. <laughs> at the end of the movie, I literally said, "What do we know about him?" Because the movie oh, the has Michael to hinge K. on Williams him. character. No, no, no. Oh. Ari Levinson. Oh, okay, uh, Chris yeah, Evans okay, character. Chris Evans. Because if he's he's the reason I'm watching this movie. Because mm -hmm. if it's a movie with Michael K. Williams and a bunch of guys from a few shows that yeah, have yeah. been around, it might be appealing enough to watch. But it might end up being like on a compilation one where I'm doing a bunch of different action things or political things. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's War Machine with Brad Pitt, and oh, let's talk about this movie. Like that easily could have happened if yeah. this isn't a Chris Evans movie, especially post MCU. Yeah. First thing out. So I'm watching this movie and I'm like, okay, what do I know about him? And and really all you got Okay. I'll let you no 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 I'll let you answer the question and then I'll and I'll tell you what what I got from it. I forgot that he had a family. Right. I totally forgot. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, is this woman Yes Rachel is no. she like the love interest between like him him and Sammy? Sure. Like, you know, yeah, is, is there, there a triangle developing? Because there, there's a hint at one point when they're doing like a dance thing yeah. with the tourists or whatever yes. that you kind of maybe see like Sammy kind of taking a look yeah. and whatever and so nothing like, developed. Okay, good good and for was, him. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but, oh, God, that fucking Poor hand. guy missing fingers. I know. I'm like bringing up the hand yeah. in my head just like it just it's too instant yeah. to that thing. But the I'm I'm almost glad that they didn't. It's yeah. kind of respectful to yeah. the mission to kind of be like, oh, we didn't just bring a woman in here so that way she could be right. a party to this. But she um, can handle herself, right. obviously, on the plane. I'll get back to that because okay. I want to flesh out some of these characters and say, what the hell do I know about them either? Right. But the the thing about Ari, continue, because uh, I'm, I'm not at a loss, but like the family thing is a good thing to bring up because... There's a moment at the end of the movie where he's pulling out the thing that he magically got in the yeah. mail to fucking they know to where the he resort. Is. His yeah. family does. Yeah. And well, but isn't that like a compromise to the mission? Of course. And a total exposing his family to possible, you know, there's no way they would intercept his mail in a place like the Sudan, would they? Andrew, it's a movie. Just watch it. No. I know. Turn off your brain. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not turning off my brain. My brain has to work. I know. I'm doing this, motherfucker. Because um, I'm doing this without a lot of notes. Um, so Yeah, there wasn't, like, I, I honestly because tried again, to take notes. Because again, there's not a lot on the page. Yeah. Oh, but so, yeah, there's a yeah. moment at the end where he gets that package from his wife, which mm -hmm. again... 
asking for I'm waiting for it to be divorce papers, by the right. way. Because that's You've how been he gone left too it. long. Yeah. 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 Well, no, she left him a message on the answering machine that she was leaving him. Oh, that's right. Which by the way, yeah. that scene is confusing because he told the his handler, essentially, his boss, that his wife is leaving him, and then he goes home yeah. and gets an answering machine message going, I left you. And I'm like, yeah, he knows. Yeah. Like, what's going yeah. on here? So that was confusing. But the the point is, is like, he has a moment with his daughter, like in the first 20 minutes when he gets back from the yeah. first mission. And th- there's the, the piece of, you know, art that she does yes. where she draws her family and he's not Classic. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then at the end, he gets, he opens up his mail because yeah. he apparently carried around his mail throughout all these like heavy taking fire and yep. and and going in the water with these refugees bills, and doing bills. i may be a winner right knows? exactly yeah. you don't know <laughs> so he opens up the mail and then he's now in the artwork it's the artwork it's the yep. same thing but now he's back That's it's right. like back to the future when like all the characters yep. kind of like pop back up this in the polaroid or whatever yeah. yeah so it's corny and it lacks yeah. a lot of punch because right you know that moment is now in movie terms that, that moment's an hour and 15 hour and 20 minutes ago yeah and who gives a shit because he obviously doesn't because he took that note from his daughter yep in the beginning and goes well gotta go and then goes right so he, he it didn't affect him in the way like it affects people obviously right. everybody oh, has yeah. a job to go to yep sometimes i drop my kids off at daycare and they basically are like daddy i don't want you to go and oh. then you go i know same we're, thing. we're talking same about thing. i know we have yeah. kids around the same age so it, that shit happens and uh, it, the struggle is real it's rough because you know the the missus as i call her my yes. wife uh yeah. she uh she has to do everything. She has to do right. drop off pickup because my hours are not conducive to uh, my daughter's schedule. Right. So every so often I get that that guilty. Yeah. But daddy, you weren't there. I'm like, I know. Oh my god. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Or, or why can you pick me up? I'm like, I don't know. I may have to. I know. You know, stay late at work. And totally. So that hits me. Yeah. This picture thing did nothing. No. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that's right. He has a kid. Right. I forgot. I will say, because that first part's so early in the movie that it kind of like hit me a little bit. But yeah. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Like, but, oh, he does this a lot. Yeah. But by yeah. the end, so? Yeah. Okay. You know, who cares? Yeah. His life is his work. And that's, I yeah. guess, you can say about him. Yeah. You can say, because they say this a million times, is like, you're reckless. Like, yes. But what's weird is he's. He's not reckless in the sense of like that he takes these huge outlandish things. Like he's not well, John McClane. He's not getting no, his like no. you know screaming boss. You know, being like, "Hey, I'm yeah. taking you off this. You're too yeah. crazy." Like, gun badge now. Yeah, exactly. There's no that moment. Yeah. There's a very loose like we're sidelining you. I don't maybe. know how the Mossad works, but no, there's no one right. attacking him for right. that. Ben Kingsley, ben Kingsley was very yeah. British about it. Let's yeah, put it that he was. Way. Yeah. Like, I thought he was going to be the hard ass, but he was just like, I don't like what you're doing. Right. All right, do it. Right. It's like, what? Yes. Okay. I will say, uh, if anyone phones in this movie, it is Ben Kingsley. Yeah. He is better than a lot that. Of, a lot of, can you say posturing for, for a man of his stature? Sure. Like, he, he just stands there and, and listens. Yeah. And oversees things. Yeah. Uh, and is disappointed and right and how things don't go so smoothly sure you know 
Also, but, um, I don't know if you need Greg Kinnear for Greg Kinnear's character either. And that's not a slight on Greg Kinnear. No. That's a, you gave him barely anything. Right. You could have given that to any person who's on the come up and not have to bring like, Greg Kinnear into this. I don't understand how a man that's in the CIA yeah. bails out two people who are on a mission. Right. That's pretty stealthy. They have to be under oh, the radar. And, and his Ethiopian, uh, you know, ha- partner. Yeah, I guess you want to yeah. call it. And then wherever all the other refugees went, and it's yep. very loose. Yeah. It's very like matter of fact when like, they go out. Like, doesn't who know are you? Him. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're you're an anthropologist. Right. Okay, good yeah. enough for me. Right. I'm going back to the, my office in the CIA. Sure. And uh, and then we're like, okay, that's his part. And then yeah. he comes back, and you're like, wait a minute, why is he involved? He's a huge part of the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yes, at the end. Yeah. But, like, but throughout like, the thing, he just pops in every so often. He's like, I have to know about this guy. I know. Give me every inf- yeah. all the information about this guy. <laughs> I was so angry because <laughs> he almost, like, dove into, like, uh, <laughs> not the Daily Bugle. Is it the Daily Bugle? Uh, uh, that is Spider-Man's uh, boss? Yeah. He's yeah. like, J. Joe oh, give me all the yeah. pictures of Spider-Man. I want him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a menace. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. Where he's just kind of like he should be like chewing on a cigar going. He was. Ah, what? Oh, he did yeah, at one he did point, didn't cigar, he? Yeah. 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 So it's not far it, off. No, that's it. Yeah. So so this movie is being, like I said, called like a white savior movie. Yeah. And I think it's kind of accurate if you take where, where the facts were in real yeah. life and what they did with them. Mm-hmm. Like they... Michael K. Williams is supposedly like his character is supposed to be, the, you know, kind of the mastermind about yeah. how to get this because he he used to be like uh, a drug or is not drug a uh, gun smuggler okay. for these people in in Ethiopia like the Ethiopian I government they, to protect all, all that, the refugees. They? They it may have been like really slight, quick, yeah. yeah. I, but and then he travels all the way to sudan to get these people out of that situation and and then now sets up this deal with with the government there yeah which again he was the mastermind behind in real life yeah he he sent letters he tried to arrange this whole thing and end up getting in the hands of the prime minister it wasn't filtered through a guy who was the mastermind of the red sea diving resort right operation uh what they call i think it was operation brothers yeah, brother. Um, yeah, brothers or brother. Yeah, uh, something with brother. Yeah. Yeah. So in essence, he should play a much bigger role in this, and I feel like they sideline Michael K. Williams and make him kind of a one-note character for much of the movie. Like, th- like he's yeah. the guy who has to just chime in every now and then. Like, these people are gonna die if we don't do this. Right. Or these are my people. This is my family. This is just a mission to you. He has to be that guy. They were two side two sides of the same coin. Uh, right. It, it was Michael K. Williams and Chris yeah. Evans. Yes. Basically with the same vision yeah. of saving these people. Right. That's their mission. Right. That was it. Sure. And they both had to come. Without a plan. Fully. Like, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah. You have no plan. You're reckless. You know? <laughs> right. It, it just somehow worked out. No. I And I hate, <laughs> I hate to I hate to call them characters because they're based on real people and- or for the most part, for the yeah, most part, when say, you have something loose, that's based yes. on uh, uh, real events, right? Uh, based on a true story, anytime uh, that's thrown into the mix, I feel it's like almost a disservice to right. say 
these characters. Sure. But they are, in a sense, characters in a movie that fulfill certain tropes. Right. And, uh, yeah, with um, with Michael K. Williams, it was just like, okay, there he is. Right. He's alongside. Yeah. Like uh, Chris Evans went back for the boy. Right. Uh, in the beginning. Yes. First mission. Yeah. It's like, you know, where's this kid? Where's this kid? Right. I'll save him because I've been doing right. push-ups, so I'm I'm in it. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, what I'm is set. his deal? This was the other thing, too. Like He probably had to stay fresh for the, the reshoots at uh, Endgame. I guess. You know? Because he was doing push-ups in one scene, yep. and then he's doing pull-ups in jail. And I'm yes. like, this guy is a douchebag. I don't uh, like him yep. at all. And like you even see like Sammy's in jail with him, yeah, and he's kind of just, just rolling like, his yeah, eyes. Like, like, really? You're doing this again? Right. You're posturing for what? Right. Yeah. Are you showing off to these people so yeah. they don't fight you? Like, what is right. going on right. here? Are you in danger? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? They're just Prison chilling. rules. I got to do this. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. doing anything to no. you. No. <laughs> so, so I don't understand. So, again, like, so you're supposed to think that, obviously, he's a guy with his heart in the right place. Yep. Who doesn't plan things out well, just kind of goes, you know, flying off the seat of his pants. Right. And... But he really wants to fulfill this mission, mm-hmm. even though they keep firing him or taking him off of it. Right. He doesn't take that as a as a way to be with his family because he's not taking those hints because he right. has to go do this because he made promises or something. Yes. But what's funny is that even I think in the real story of this, that's not the case. Like there is yeah. no build for that. So if you're building that into this story, yeah, bad job because like I don't get the motivation behind him to be there to do this because you know even to know that this has been going on for some time you don't know that right you don't know how long he's been doing this was this his first mission was this even a Mossad mission in the first place right you know like i think they uh in the imdb uh description they say in 1977 yeah but if you look elsewhere it says you know from you know mid-70s they you know 76 right. or whatever yeah to like 84 85 sure yeah they had several missions there were several missions yeah well and they saved x amount of people yeah but it's like you know you're given a highlight reel yeah. of this one thing yeah you know and from what i understand the later operations that were doing a similar thing yeah like uh they call them like i think operation moses mm-hmm. and there was someone after that that those actually saved more people than what they were doing in the first versions of this. And obviously you're seeing him that they were doing missions before the Red Sea diving resort version of this. Mm -hmm. So like it's been an ongoing mission for some time ever since like the civil war kind of like really started it up, which they, they do a voiceover thing in the beginning that kind of explains some of that, but it's kind of like the, the sentimental version, not the yeah. factual version. Right. And we were talking uh, before the podcast, like yeah. they have that first graphic up and it's yep. so quick that nobody can read that in the time. No. Like you and I were both like, wait, what? I what, looked, what happened? I literally I, looked down for a second. Right. I look up and I'm like, wait a minute, those were words? Right. Uh, Got to do it. Got to rewind it. Yeah. At least this movie is a Netflix movie so I can pause it and go right. back. Like if I was in the theater, I'd go, what? Yeah. Anyone catch that? Yeah. What? What's going on? <laughs> Did it's you guys not- walk in late? Like, what do they say? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, It was quick, and it wasn't... I think even movies that are subtitled... Yes. ...are more uh, 
apparent, more yeah. more there for yeah. you to read. Right. In yeah, conversation with the time yeah. and yeah, definitely and, and giving you that. Yeah. No. no, and that's why at first uh, the the beginning of this movie, especially I think again before like it got into the resort and the plan yep. started to come together, the pacing in this movie I didn't get. And and that immediately gave me yeah. that tip once the thing I felt already off kilter when yeah. I couldn't read that fast enough. Yeah. That like and they jump right into a mission that I felt kinda off angle, yeah. like for you know, not in my bearings for right. for quite a while. And even then, like it's a very odd paced movie. I don't yeah. think it knows what it wants to be. Oh, of course. Cause I think like I was saying before, where's uh like templates with these things. Like you have a hotel Rwanda type. Mm-hmm. Or you go fucking full scale, you know, Jason Bourne, or you go, yeah. or you go somewhere in between, and it's a story like Blood Diamond, and even Blood Diamond's like yeah, a, a well paced movie uh, with a, a complicated lead and things like that. This is not that. This is literally just mission work. Yeah, you know, and again, like you said, does this movie probably work better as a mini series maybe than than a movie like this? It could. Like I, I especially would, with a guy like Gideon Raff at the head, yeah. But this is an interesting way to take uh, you know, on I would this project, say, and I don't know. Would would um have you ever seen uh, Tears of the Sun? Yeah, Bruce Willis. Yep, that was either mismarketed mm. or, but I felt that's yeah. that's comparable. That's a decent to comp. It. Yeah, it's, for sure. Um, you know, it's not you know guys bearing their guns and, right. and you know shooting every other second right. it's uh it's more of a drama it's more of a slow pace yeah okay we gotta do this mission and right and i'm like okay i see that and then i i couldn't help but compare this to um argo mm. which argo was cia operatives yeah you know saving hostages in 79 yeah and i'm like hmm yeah i wonder if they got Contra, something it's all that yeah here's the thing about argo because i did think about that too and even Hotel Rwanda, to an extent, too, mm-hmm. they were very good about bringing suspense and adding the clock. This movie, even though they're doing these missions that right. are very critical and need to be coordinated, yep. I never feel like either they're in serious danger or even when they get caught, it yeah. kind of feels like I'm never like, oh, they'll get out of it. Or, oh, I... It, they can't shoot this person. Right. I don't care about anybody. So when Argo, it's like it's literally an extraction, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not too dissimilar in that. It's a hostage yeah. thing versus this. But come on, <laughs> these people are hostages in their own I, home. Exactly. So it's a yeah, very exactly. it's a very similar feel. So I don't know. I I just didn't put a face to these people. And the and and a lot of the articles I read said too that I completely agree with. Who has the harder mission? The guy who's bringing people 500 miles yep. across the desert to get them to Chris Evans right. or fucking Chris Evans and his crew. Yeah. Because they're literally just, you know, putting it in from the 10. They already did the first 90 yards. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, and there's no appreciation with that. There's no, the, the, the literally all the people outside of that little boy and I think there's that one scene where they overhear someone complaining that they weren't doing whatever right. fast yeah. enough because people are the dying. in the hallway. Right. Yeah. yeah. And even that felt like a disingenuous conversation yeah. or at least off the mark right. because 
She was more complaining about the speed at which things are happening because people are starving and dying. Yeah. These people should be, there should be more than just this one guy being like, literally, he's the Moses character. He's leading people across the desert to get back to their homeland. Yep. And, you know, and to escape persecution. Which, by the way, another thing about this movie, it should be very Jewish. Extremely Jewish. Right. And I think they almost go out of their way to make this so, uh, I always get it between, so secular. Yeah. That, you know, that that it, it like between the Chris Evans thing where it's like, oh, he's Jewish military and yep. he's Jew, or he's Israeli military. He's Jewish, ish. but he's been in the States. <laughs> Emphasis he's, on the ish. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a bastard, sort of, like yep. he got given up or whatever and then moved yeah. around a lot. And then, uh, and then you get that really, like, rolling my eyes line <laughs> where... Uh, Haley Bennett, uh, Rachel, (laughs) says to him, I guess we're all refugees. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. No, sorry. Poor you, the person who gets to go home, the person who volunteered into this situation. Exactly. You were just on a fucking airplane. Get out of here. Stop. Stop. Hmm. Um, To compare that with two white people having that conversation instead of, like, furthering the conversation of what is actually going on yep. in this scenario and what oh, yeah. those people are going through. Fuck off. Especially at the end yeah. of the movie, if you're going to make this movie, this movie's a message movie. Yeah. This movie, yeah, they literally are like, you know, the refugees keep coming. Like they have those yeah. graphics at the end where they're like, so this amount of refugees are all around the world. Yep. And, and we're supposed to, you know, care, want to take up our, like it's a, it's almost like, it's a propaganda film in a sense in or like I've a, heard that thrown around a lot with this movie. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and and but here's the thing, it's like, okay, it's Israeli government. It barely feels that. It yeah. barely feels that because you got Ben Kingsley speaking British. You got Chris Evans speaking you know, English, American English. Yep. You got everybody else either speaking some kind of British or some off accent. Nobody really feel Sammy, I think, kind of feels like the maybe the most Jewish besides like some of the Mossad heads. Yeah. Um b- above Ken uh Ben Kingsley's yeah, character. Yeah. And I you see a menorah and it's immediately like, put that away. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, you you saw the um the Star, the Star David, David uh, in the like camp in, yeah. in the beginning. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Right. right. Oh, yeah. They're Jews. Ethiopian Jews. Okay. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Get it. Now I get it. Right. <laughs> it's like, but there's no. But there's you're right. No, After that, it's just there's like, no context. Nothing. There's no. And, Maybe and, uh, Chris Evans had that. Uh, did he have a Star of David he, on his neck? He might have. He I think that was. But, because again, they're supposed to not be Jewish on the resort. So if he had that, I don't know when he did. If it was ballsy. maybe in the conversation, yeah, pretty much. But then again, no he's getting mail from his wife directed to polished. him. You know? Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's that, Mrs. Levinson? Here's <laughs> what's that, Guy Thomas? Yeah. Who yeah. who who's this mail from? Oh, you idiot. Yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> you stupid idiot. Or his wife, like, who's forwarding that mail? Anyway. I know, I know. <sighs> anyway. At least, uh, you know, in prison, you know, there's some hands that has to For go sure. across. You know? yeah. So, <laughs> so, but I I feel like they very much stripped the religion out, for the most part. Yep. Because even Israeli, like, it's kind of like it's not leaning into the religious aspect. It's more the right. cultural 
state nation state version of this stuff versus yeah because what's funny is any other movie if you're doing a version of this it you see a million people praying to mecca doing like all the muslim activities if it's in the region you're doing all that the minute it's jews is like all right let's tone down the judaism listen we don't want to lose all our audience right it's like what who who (laughs) you listed it in the fucking description yeah like it's literally the second word right (laughs) so it's already yeah. You know, uh, something that people don't automatically know. You were kind of alluding to that earlier. It's like, oh, the the Ethiopian Jews have actually yeah. been around as long as anybody else because oh, yeah. they're like fifteen hundred years. I yeah. said they date back. Yep. Uh, that these people have either been there like when everybody became nomadic, yeah. obviously at some point. Yeah, of course. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that should have been in here. Yeah. And it's just not. No. I feel like this is a a washed movie like that it's whether it's whitewashed or whether yeah. in that respect I, I was, or whether it's, i was thinking that because because it's a it's a message movie that also pulls a lot of punches even with the message it's just kind of like mm-hmm. isn't this good that we're doing this right like it's almost like they should just stop the movie at some point and just look around and go we're pretty great right <laughs> <laughs> they actually kind of do that. There's yeah. that moment when they, uh, right after they send the first the round of uh, refugees on the boats with yes, the Navy. That's right. And they land, stick the landing essentially yep. with that. And <laughs> the one guy's like, he says some line. I think it's the Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> Jake, he, yeah. uh, he, he turns to everybody. And he's, he says some line about like, you know, if you save a life, like you're some kind of like higher oh, status that i forget yeah. what the line is i wish yeah. i had it in front of me one, and he goes but line. we just saved 274 or whatever the yeah. hell it was yeah. it's like all right you're all yeah everyone give him a round of applause yeah. okay like come on and I, in the background him and the him and the other guy are like hugging right. uh the sniper guy yeah right? which again that can bring us back into the character oh, right, stuff. Yeah. This is what we're saying. So it's Max is the is the sniper guy, which actually yes. a lot of people might be seeing him now because a lot of people, at least in my circles, have been talking about the boys on Amazon Prime. Okay, and he's yeah. a main to contributor that. to that as well. I haven't watched either. I have yeah. Prime too, so guilty. Yeah. Um, sorry, I got a Netflix pod, people. Uh, I got to kind of go where the yeah. butter is, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's also supposed to be in the Cowboy Bebop miniseries for Netflix coming up, too. Okay. So he's got that going on. So he's got a few things in the fire. But then, obviously, so his name's Max. Yep. Which did not remember that until I started nope. doing all my notes. And then uh, Jake, same thing. He's He was hired. Do you remember why he was hired? This is the thing, too. Uh, the, the recruitment version of this yeah so that's supposed the, to be where Ocean's everybody's 11, showing quick cut exactly <laughs> this is where we're supposed to see what these people are good at and what they're going to bring to the table oh, and so max like you said is the sniper yeah like he, he yeah he takes someone out that's right. how we're introduced to him right and he's like all right nip, next yep. thing to do yep and what does he do when he's at the hotel not much not much because yeah. again they're going in no guns yeah. So the closest thing he got was he was the guy bringing a harpoon gun on the roof, I guess. Yes. Because he yeah. was fascinated with that. Okay, you're the gun guy in a no-guns mission. Yeah. Dope. All right. So <laughs> then we got- But can uh, it only go so far right? when you shoot it? Yeah. You know? it's, it's literally tethered. has a rope on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then Jake Wolf, uh, yeah. who he is found in- what you remember what country he was in? Belize? Maybe? Oh god. 
something like that. Sure, it doesn't matter. Yes, nothing matters in this no. movie. So I'm, no. details, details that nobody it, it, cares. It all washed over. Yeah. It was just like, exactly. oh, I saw it. Yeah, it all whitewashed over you. <laughs> and so <laughs> this guy's in Belize, I believe. Uh, basically, just you know, yeah, getting hanging out. Yeah. You know, literally with his cock out rocking out with his cock that's out. right oh my God. yeah that's right so so he's there and uh, his do you remember what he was recruited for uh for his ass i don't know i i forget it'd be a better start yeah diving diving, diving. Yeah. that's which I, he only does uh because people the found group. the brochure and they ended up getting tourists that they never expected yeah so why does he need to be a diver? I mean, because the Navy's picking these people up. That's true. So and, I was going to say, and they're all boats. For that, that time when he's not going to have scuba gear when they're fucking escaping. The... They all did though. They went for that nice dive. They're right. hanging out, right? And then later on, Chris Evans decides to dive naked. Yeah, yeah. So. By the way, the nature porn in the dive. Perfect. It That's actually it. took me out of it. I was like, yeah. oh, it's like ah, watching yeah, a screensaver for yeah. a minute. It's like, okay, this is <laughs> that cool. Is beautiful, right? So. So he's recruited yeah. for that. Oh shit! And then you got Haley Bennett, Rachel, uh, who you see on an airplane where she's quote un- kind of like undercover on a mission. Yeah. the The mission is or very maybe loose. She's or like, really she's kinda... just a stewardess. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but she. Uh, but you don't know. She, well, she talks about a yeah. guy that's on the plane that she's kind of yeah, eyeballing like, or protecting. You know, yeah, or he's in that seat. Yeah. Right, and. But then again, she doesn't seem too concerned about it. She's got, like, and the only time you see her, quote, in action is, you know, when she takes out the pilot or whatever. Because she said, you're the one landing the plane, otherwise I'd break your arm, whatever. Oh, no, and then later on when she takes out the the soldier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. other than that. That's much later. Yeah, I mean, in the recruitment process. Oh, in the recruitment, I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. ahead. But this is my point. Later on, she's kind of just the hangback. She's the the base camp. Yeah, she, like so. She's you dealing, don't really see her do a whole heck of a lot. She's except like you people. said when she knocks out, uh, like, yeah. chokes out that one guy when he could have compromised where the where the refugees, refugees were. were. Yeah. So very little from her. Which, yeah. under, understandably, I mean, if you're going along the true story from what I understand, yeah. that person literally was just kind of like the front and like ran the hotel. So, but do you need someone like, I think Ben Kingsley or or with the Mossad person ahead of him or whatever, like okay. was like, yeah. we have four of the best trained assassins and they're running a hotel. It's like, oh, she's an assassin? No, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. the guy who was getting a hand job, he's an assassin? I thought he only just dives. Uh, so, again... They're going in trying to assemble a team in, like you said, in the Ocean's Eleven sense. Yeah. Everybody has to play their part. Everybody has to have a role. Yeah. And nobody in the planning of this thing seems that guy needs to be here for this. That guy needs right. to be here for this. Outside of Sammy, who's a fucking field medic, who's missing fingers. Yes. Yep. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, ragtag. Uh, but it, again, it yeah. goes, I guess, to. Chris Evans, but again, they all said fine. I mean, yeah. Ben Kingsley even says, like, well, you Sammy guys blocked. aren't the ones who I would have picked. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then why didn't you say something? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that's the only location that yeah. you have in Sudan 
for these people to go to is uh, a hotel that hasn't been used. It is a good cover. I was it, actually no, yeah, definitely. I was wondering I was about the title. About right. I was like, really, a resort, and this is what it's about. Right. And then, okay, when it finally comes up, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. But uh, they are good at what they do because they noticed that people had been there. Yes. Recently. Yes. Smoldering cigarettes uh, and a half-eaten fish. <laughs> half-eaten fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And but, then bodies running from the buildings, so, right? You know, yeah. Which, by, by the way, the it. people who worked there, yeah, they didn't get a lot of shine either. No, they just like, oh, here's the locals. Do 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 do. We'll do a a quick cut sequence of oh, you doing God. shit. It, this movie doesn't have any heart. It doesn't have a lot of like character building. It doesn't have a lot of no. world building. It's just it, like we're we're supposed to take the uh, the introduction of these characters right. and just latch on to that right and the only time i felt like a real jolt to the movie was when the rebel yes guy i was trying to look him up but there was like no picture and uh, i forgot his name his character name is complicated not his actual name uh chris chalk who okay. uh, is actually currently like uh when they see us on netflix yes, that's getting a lot of play he's in that with uh michael k williams Right. I read that. Yes. Yeah. And so like, oh, the, the other connection for him is that he was also on Homeland. So I guess he oh, kind of okay. has that, you know, Gideon Raff connection yeah. with that as well. Uh, he also, uh, even though I loathe the show, uh, he also played Lucius Fox in Gotham. So oh, okay, he's right. got some cred, again, mostly TV, uh, you know, but he played uh, Abdel Ahmed, the colonel, and that was basically you know that's right giving them the business from running through checkpoints and everything yeah. else and thinking they're smugglers or whatever they got going on yep uh and then obviously realizing i thought the only uh interesting thing that they would just gloss over too by the way uh from his side um apparently they get paid to house these refugees i did from the know. un and they really don't i don't even know if they mentioned that but because uh, when the, when me. they go missing then again, basically I, they're just not they're losing money so it's not like they really care about these people right they care that they're being housed and they're being paid to house them yeah makes sense yeah <laughs> so i read that i think more in the true story than i actually yeah. got that from the movie so again another thing where playing fast and loose with i think they the one thing that this movie has going for is that a lot of people aren't going to be me where i'm going to go on a deep dive and go yeah. This seems a little, you know. Suspect. <laughs> yeah, I guess is a good word. Uh, it's lacking something. Like, let me see yeah. if it matches up with the story. And then when it doesn't, you're like, well, then why were they making these choices? And yeah. I guess that's the bottom line of that one. I feel that has to do with a lot of uh, movies that have been based on true events. Yeah. That sometimes even the just the true events themselves just right. play it out as is. Sure, people won't believe it. Right, it's that entertaining. Sure, uh, not to say that this is a you know a nice. I think Argo good caught time. some of that a little bit. Right. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, everyone just like either. Oh, we'll just say the important stuff. Right. But what's important to them may right. not be important to the viewer. Right. So, uh, sometimes it it kind of feels either rushed or inconsistent right or uh you know oh we have to embellish this why sure but yeah. you know if but if you're this, gonna do that yeah make it fucking make entertainment it, right exactly make it to where i don't care when people bring up but that's not like it you know you ever right. seen a movie based on a book 
and then you get the book oh, yeah, people yeah. where it's like, yeah. oh, well, it's, this is different. I like the movie. Shut up. Yeah. I don't care what the version of that right. is. And and you know the author doesn't even like the movie either. Yeah, it's like who cares? You know Stephen King didn't like the fucking Kubrick Shining. Go to hell. Yeah. Uh, so you know sometimes that doesn't work out. Yeah. I'm a movie guy first. So and but historical facts that's a little bit dicier of an exactly. era. But I will say this particular mission and this particular era and area of the world yeah. largely gets away with kind of playing fast and loose with the facts. If, yeah. Especially if you're gonna fucking entertain me. Yeah. This movie, it kind of just plotted through. It very, felt very repetitive at times. Yeah. It felt very happy with itself. Yeah. Satisfied with a mission and a message, and not much else on the page. There were points where I think uh, Chris Evans, uh, his character Ari, uh, went to I think talk to Greg Kinnear. Yeah. And then he comes back. It's nighttime, but it seemed like he was only gone for like five minutes. <laughs> He's like, I'm back. It's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, this is going on. And they right. fill him in on what's yeah. what's happening. That was a very like, hard transition. It was. So yeah. like, I, I, I was like, did that. I miss something? Did it no. skip over? <laughs> no, that was how it was made. Yeah. But uh, So bottom line for me, because I mean, we're, we're okay. hitting towards the end and yep. I've been talking a lot and I, no, no, I feel like we're on I a very it. similar page. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Yeah. I think after what you said, <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of into it now. I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say a, a couple of points. Uh, Did you like something in this before we, I guess, maybe? I will. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm going to say a couple of points where, um, where they have the dinner at right. the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and... Because well, it finally humanizes them, right? However, like all these moving parts are happening outside. They're you know yes. shuffling the refugees like outside. Yeah. They're being quiet. Uh, Which, by the way, one other knock: the music caught it. Thought it could have built certain moments that yeah could have been made it seem bigger than it was, and that's one of those scenes. Well, maybe they uh, shot their wad with um, uh, "Hungry Like the Wolf," <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, you know yeah, that I little did, '80s I, montage. There? Yeah, I did kind of like go. Okay, is yeah. are they turning a corner with this movie? Are we turning it into The Martian? Like, it what it we felt th- a bit disjo- disjointed. Uh, yeah, the fact that like now suddenly it's a, a an '80s MTV music yeah. video. I'm yeah. just like, okay, yeah, this is them relaxing before the they have to Sudan. yeah <laughs> with yeah. people with guns to your head yeah 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 but uh about it. yeah it was uh <laughs> i i did like that scene where you know it's like oh he's on to them right he know he's gonna get them yeah and he's like oh no until he yeah. realizes he's missing one of his guys right you know or one of the guys one of the soldiers comes up yeah. and says hey uh you know this guy's missing or whatever. Chris Evans, Ari Levinson, put a knife to his fucking throat and didn't think, this guy's not a hotel owner. <laughs> it I, took like a day yeah. <laughs> for him to be like, wait yep. a second, where's that dude? <laughs> and I'm surprised, uh, I'm surprised they didn't let on like, you know, maybe they knew yeah. uh, the language a right. bit because yeah. they seem to be understanding what the uh the woman was was saying yeah Yeah. he's like you know where where are they hiding uh where's your family this and that and they're just looking intently like yeah you know don't say anything please though it is intense regardless of language because he does kind of you know treat her you know really rough off Yeah. yeah 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 and 
so obviously like you're gonna whether you speak the language or not there's like a bunch of dudes with guns and then yep. he's doing this to your staff and yep. and again if i knew that staff member up until that point yep this might have been a really kind of hard scene to yeah. watch and kind of draw you in it's still already awkward and yeah. awful yep but at the same time you develop a character things get punched up yeah I didn't feel she, most scenes. She was the the woman with her face covered. Like, uh, yeah, did, sure, that was her. Yeah, yeah of the course. The whole movie, that right. was her. Yeah, like, totally oh, works. Now I'm connected. Right. Now I'm connected. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it, he couldn't have like had an interaction with the little boy who at least we know or yeah. something else. It had to be uh, save, a very save them once. chauvinistic rapey scene uh, that does yeah. enough. But again, it's it's. This is this movie. Yeah. Something seems to be leading to something. Punch is pulled. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is a movie that is, you know, has large swaths of fucking violence. Yeah. And yet I'm still going, yeah, it was kind of bland. Yeah, like... Uh, Which is odd, isn't it? When they're taking <laughs> out the uh, the refugees that they have captured and they right. want the information, yeah. they're just going one by one. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> after, oh, and after, they're shooting people? Yeah. Yeah, but after like they three, did I'd be like, oh, it's, him. it's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, all right, step forward, one yes. line. Yes. <laughs> yep. I'm going to ask you a question. Right. And if it's wrong. Right. Bullet. I love how the people behind them weren't like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the back. Yeah, I'm going to shuffle. Shuffle yeah. back. Shuffle back. <laughs> Nobody's doing cutsies. Yeah. Yeah, people no. do cutsies <laughs> in the line. <laughs> oh, come no on. Back cuts. No, no back cuts. No, no. Yeah. Not an 82. No. no. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not in the Sudan. That's, nope, a, that's nope. an American game. Yep. I'm sorry. That's it. <sighs> Jeez. So like I guess so. You were saying positive things, and then I, I was. No, you, no, so no. I'm that no, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That was it. Mon- movie think, montage. No, I didn't no. think the people who were in his crew were any bad performances. No, like I said, the only performance that I was really like, this is all we're getting from him, was Ben Kingsley because I thought. He he had some real moments that he could have had with Chris Evans that yeah. were like more poignant and, or at least pointed, so that way like we get more of a sense of who Ari is and have like a real back and forth. Right. Maybe illuminate the situation more, something. Right. Or, or illuminate because uh, he was asking personal questions of Ari, and it was like the only time. And then he was like, "Okay, back to this." Then it's like, yeah, right, what, what? exactly. <laughs> There's like, the how do you do? Well, okay. he kept on going back and forth. He was just like, I you know, know th- you're off this mission. I don't know that. Nah. Right. I think this might work. It's yeah. Like what? Right. Oh my goodness. I don't get it. Um. So again, I think he phoned it in. It might have been on the page that way, but like yeah. again, you're talking about a guy who has a uh, director who hasn't directed anything except tv i'm not belittling no TV. no I'm just no. saying it's a different pacing it is it's a different animal and you're essentially giving a guy you know with a 10-year layoff yeah. something to do sometimes it works out yeah a lot of times not on a movie like this though he was atrophied is yeah that, is that what you're getting at sure yeah <laughs> no. because it's a different animal it is. i mean it, he can make quality TV, and I'm sure Prison of Wars because it got a lot of play enough that they yep. adapted Homeland off of it, um, and won a lot of awards in the Israeli TV circuit. However, uh, this type of thing is a quality attempt. Yeah, de- good casting, yep. I guess for the most part. 
except like I said, there it doesn't feel very Jewish. No. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of the religion. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of heart. It doesn't even feel like the pace was there enough for even the mission stuff that I felt, right. you know, there was a real go. There wasn't right. a ticking clock. There wasn't a lot of these things to where it was like, oh shit, we got to be here to be here to be here. Yeah. It was mostly like, we got to get them to this one place. There was a tree in the middle of a fairway. That's true. I Big mean, problem. So. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. Like I guess I shot your theory to that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Same thing with the plane too. That whole yeah. sequence of things. And it's like, and again, Greg Kinnear's the big hero at the end of the day. So, yeah. Yep. They did a poor job of setting him up too. So I actually didn't even know he was CIA for like the longest time. No. And then I'm just like, wait a minute, was he head of CIA? Was he? And then he's like, no, I got to talk yeah. to my boss. I'm like, okay, right. then what are you? Yeah. Are you actually a cultural attache? What are, is that a cover? What's your position? Yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> and really? Yet you put, you attached a bigger enough star to it. I know. Yeah. And I don't know. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not angry that I saw this. No. I saw it. That's Though I it. will say I looked up all the facts afterwards it, to kind it, of be yeah, like, it, it, you know, did it pushes you towards up? an education. Right. Well, yeah. here's the here's here's the dominoes, right? Yeah. You go in, you watch a movie. It's mm -hmm. based on true events. If I'm entertained, yep. I don't question shit. Right. If I'm not, and I'm looking for how could they have made this better, and then I find all these other things that, that make better. your movie, well, either uh, would have made yeah. it better or doesn't represent the situation when that situation is, you know, pretty awful and, and, oh, yeah. and needs to be represented correctly in yep. this scenario, especially when who you're putting out there as your lead. Maybe it's not Michael K. Williams if you made that character mm -hmm. more of the story. Yeah. You know, and made the government kind of like the the helpful addition yeah. versus the other way around. Maybe. You put Denzel in that shit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 20 yeah. times better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Man can't do any wrong. <laughs> I mean, even in virtuosity, he was good. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> That's an old poll. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, first time we saw Russell Crowe, and then we forgot about him until, yep. you know, years later. Um, I was going to say, probably until L.A. Confidential. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Or Romper Stomper, depending on which. Yeah, it depends on, yeah. you know, yeah. your, your movie styles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, um, it, it was, you know, it was all right. I just. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't. Would you recommend it? No. No, no. There, there's too much out there to. Yeah. To, but I was wondering if uh, maybe, maybe he got people in his ear mm. Gideon yeah uh considering that a couple of years ago we were having our own refugee talk oh you well know? I'll take that a step further and actually go uh, in the opposite direction where Israel is actually having a big crisis point with uh, a big Ethiopian Jew uh really? that was gunned down like I think an 18 year old maybe I was gunned down so like it is timely it is so, timely yeah. in the but in the bad sense, because yeah. the, the Jews are the saviors in this movie, which but, they were in time. Yeah. And but now, like their own population, they had issues with institutional racism when they got there. Uh, so it, it's made it gotcha. seem like, oh, they finally get to their homeland. 
Yeah, we'll just yeah. erase the part where, like, when they got there, they were immediately, like, persecuted and kind of, like, shipped into their own small <laughs> villages and let's, didn't really assimilate when they got there. Let's and edit that epilogue. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So. Single wine or maybe one or two. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an odd get. It's yeah. an odd timing. And, and But, again, a lot of those things can... Not go to the wayside. Yeah. It'll make you feel uncomfortable probably still. But if the movie's largely good, yeah, yeah. maybe it gets lost in that. Because well, there's a lot of problematic movies when you look at it in retrospect, but you go, but I was watching it, man. What a ride. <laughs> you yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you you could basically pick anything apart and say, right. yay or nay to it. Sure. But, you know, it depends on when the credits roll, right. how you felt. Now- just because, like I said, we're we're kind of wrapping things up. Yep. So Chris Evans is the big star of this. This is his post-MCU, first post-MCU movie. Yep. Now you're seeing maybe what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. Did you feel any different about him after this movie? Did you? Is this what you want to see from him? Or is this something to where you just go, mm-hmm. all right, well, this was nothing. It's a blip. And hopefully he could be defined by something else as we go on. Because you've seen him in a bunch of different things yep. now. Would you prefer he stay in that action kind of like hero role? Or do you think he's going to stay that way? Or or would you prefer him to, like you said, you enjoyed that movie where it's a simple drama. Yep. yep. So, you know. I think he could go any direction and still shine in some way or form. Right. Um, this felt like, do you think he's an A-list guy? Do you think he's a guy who opens a movie? I can see it. Uh, I know that he has quite the draw. Like this movie's on but, Netflix. So I yeah. go, cool. Chris Evans. That's cool. Especially right after what just happened. Fine. I'm in. Yeah. But if this movie's in the theater, I'm not seeing it. No, no. Yeah. It, it was appropriately placed. Yes. Into Netflix. Yes. Because. Yeah, this this I for diehards of yeah. dramas, just uh historical dramas. Yeah. I don't see them saying, "Oh, opening night." Yeah. Right there. Right. You know, smack dab in the middle. Right. I want to watch I want to watch. Right. I want to feel, I want to learn. Sure. What? Um but he largely succeeded in this kind of like hero stuff and I wonder whether he's going to stay in that. It or, kind of felt or, like a like a side mission, yeah. uh, Captain America kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a good guy doing yeah. good things. Yeah. Look at me, I'm doing great things. I swear, if he said, "I don't like bullies," in I know. This, oh my god, I was waiting for that line. Yeah, um, but he could have, and that yeah. says a lot. Yeah. So, but no, I I I think he could carry a film. It just depends on what that film is. This was not right. something that people are going to run to the theaters. Right. They're going to be like, let me flip through Netflix and right. see what's on, what's new. Sure. Oh, what's this? I like I like Chris right. Evans. Sure. But Just go- don't read the uh <laughs> the synopsis. I think the one no. thing that they got right a little bit cuz the one thing I feel about Chris Evans is that he doesn't carry movies well. I think he does better in it in an ensemble than right. he does being the guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean he's a bad actor. It just no. means there's only so many people who can do that. Right. And even the the Captain America movies that I like the most is probably like Winter Soldier, for instance. Yeah. It's a lot of things going on, and he is 
he's at the heart of it, but even then, sometimes he's not. Yeah, and, and like because you got a lot of the the Winter Soldier plot line to do. Yep. You got the the inclusion of the Black Panther stuff at some point. You yep. got the Hydra build. You know, yep. you got all these things that are not Sam about Jackson him. as Nick Fury, and, right? And you know that great car chase scene. Sure. And, you know. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, obviously, you have like some of the cool scenes that are gonna be textbook. You know, Captain America, and that's gonna do a lot for him. Yeah, but I don't go. Remember that key line that he had, that key scene that he had yeah. that really like brought me in? He's not that guy. Yeah. He's not on the level of Downey Jr. He's not on the level of, well, I mean, you could say a lot. Oh, even Hemsworth kind of, you know. Yeah. And he struggles. He struggles oh to find God. the non-Thor role that's going to make him something. I mean, Men in Black International just bombed, yeah. uh, you know, and it's... Which, I'll be honest, it sucks because I saw the trailer and I was like, this could be fun. This could be good. And then the reviews came out and it was like, this is dog shit. And it made no money. And yeah, it's a I was hung up on the fact that they called it international when it's galactic. Why are you calling it international? You're already galactic. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. So. I guess because it's not based, the home base moved. I know it's silly. Yeah. It's semantics. Yeah, and you. Oh, he has a partner who is British or whatever. So yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, uh, you, literally, you're just watching it because it's him mm-hmm. and it's her based off of their uh, be- based off of Ragnarok, yeah. and and yeah. you're and you're going and doing that. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, the post MCU world for some yeah. of these people because it's so long too. It's like a decade for most people. Like even someone like Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. who isn't part of the top top tier of the avengers right it's a little difficult for her to move on that's why she's doing the black widow movie and she's still hanging in even though technically she's dead yeah i know it's a loose death she might not be they might be able to do something i I don't know i have a feeling like they're gonna they're gonna bring her back in her solo movie I, I, i thought this was Pre oh, it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be, but yeah. maybe like, you know, they'll have oh, like, like a forward end. after or like a, gotcha. a little stinger at the end. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Chris Evans coming back. Right. And seeing Red Skull and be like, wait a minute, I have to trade this stone. <laughs> right. And I'm going to kill you for it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even though he probably, he's probably already dead. Did I just yeah. give away some <laughs> stuff? Oh, ah, man. Whatever. It's the most, like I said, it's I the know. most popular movie ever. Everybody's seen it yep. who wants to see it. Um, and if they're not, they're definitely not listening to this no. podcast. So <laughs> you don't know that. Chris I don't Evans, know that. I love yeah. it. I'm going to listen to this I just podcast. ruined it for four people. Yes. I'm sorry. But, okay. So, yep. I don't know. The things I like best about Chris Evans are not something that I think is going to l- lend to like him being a bigger yeah. A-lister thing that I hope coming off of this that he still has like i made my money i can pick and choose what i want oh yeah of course. and then you know he seems to like a lot of message movies which i'm not against Just, no obviously they have to be good if yeah. you're gonna be into it um and we'll see where it goes yeah exactly uh that that's tough that's tough to to picture him not being a leading man but yeah it i guess even it before this he that. was still doing stuff where he was the in shape kind of some yeah. kind of like uh either pretty boy or hero role so largely Wait, what's your number you know <laughs> stuff like that right. you know he, he, yeah cutesy stuff and, sure yeah you know or yeah. the hero 
Right. Although yeah. he was the hero in What's Your Number? No. Yeah. <laughs> And you never hear anybody talking about that movie. Didn't he kind of come vaguely to the rescue uh, in that movie you were saying too? Uh, what was it called? Uh, Away Before we go. we go. Before we go. Before we go. Yeah. Away yeah. we go was John Krasinski. Yes, yes, yeah. My With Rudolph. My Rudolph. Yeah. Really good movie. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but wasn't he kind of like he steps in when she's having a shit day? Yes. And he's the kind of lifting presence and yes. positive spirit. But see, I I think that's that would have maybe benefited if it was a wide release right because uh well the problem is those movies there's a whole larger conversation about those movies disappearing from theaters yeah but even then if they even make it to theaters if that movie is netflix proper instead of just it eventually landed there you know whatever it's if it's a netflix original and it's hype it's got some level of hype depending on when it came out yeah, because uh, what's that movie? Two, three years ago, more, something like that. Uh, yes. So it's still yeah height of his career. So, yeah, and I had no idea about it. Yeah. So like that tells you Ta-da! everything. You no, need. I know. Meanwhile, I did see Snowpiercer because again, the cream rises to the top. That movie's fucking dope. Yeah. So it took me a while, but then when I actually saw it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can see why everyone enjoys it, this. It's a cool concept. It is, and I don't know. I know it's based on a was a French property. I believe so. Something uh, like comic that. book, graphic novel, or whatever. Yeah. But how are you gonna in knowing what what the world is? Right. How do you create a series from that? Right. Even if it's a one-off series. Yeah. Well, um, they'll have to do some world building, and obviously, if they yeah. have more property to yeah. this, that probably maybe has already been done for them. Maybe. So, but obviously, that's something I don't know. But I'm willing to to find out. Yeah. And it would have been cooler. To be honest, if he went and did the series of that and just held his role, That's to be true. honest, but that could have gotten really expensive. I think uh, I think there are some out? people that are coming back. Is that a Prime product? I Who's? think so. Okay. Uh, that's the last I heard. Yeah. But so, I could be wrong. Right. But you know who else is a Prime product? This man across from me right oh now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know the answer. <laughs> you, sir, are a fine reviewer, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, to help me dissect this one for good or bad uh evil but obviously Sorry. i love what you you do with the the pint boys who were just on uh now i guess this is two episodes ago yeah. for for me and you know that's how i got introduced through your work on their website Perfect. and and you do stuff obviously now that i you know am friends with you on yeah. on the facebook and, and and obviously you have arguing with myself as its own property on yep. facebook as well yep. so tell the people where they can find your reviews and what you do exactly and Oof. and kind of <laughs> and kind of lay it out so they can find you and kind of get to know you i uh write reviews of films and tv but not as a critic right i basically I, I i give positive reviews okay. for the most part right unless the the film or tv uh, so no grading system no 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 thumbs things. up thumbs right. down uh right. what i liked uh for the most part uh i tried to i'm to, sorry i sucked you out of your positivity See, I, no 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> I mean, but i gave you some came positives. in here as chris evans yeah. i just want to help yeah. refugees yeah, i just want to do that's good things it. i'm like no no you're gonna come here and you're gonna shit on this thing <laughs> oh let me get my belt and yeah. no uh yeah, so I, I I try and give a, a positive review. Um, 
I am severely lacking lately yeah. of uh, any review. Right. But uh, trying to stay afloat. Uh, I I realize everyone has an opinion. Yes. Uh, everyone, no offense, has a podcast. Yeah, no, absolutely. But you have to find a way where you stand out. Absolutely. And Nomcast stands out I appreciate by uh, reviewing uh, in depth. How was I supposed to know that even the positive review you're going to give is to me? It, it's, <laughs> see? Yeah. I could have crapped on this I whole know, situation. Yeah. No. Uh, no. When you, uh, when you take these films uh, and and bring them to light, because some of them right. are overlooked. Sure. Some of them aren't seen, such as this one. Right. And now well, we're I warning others. Well, I guess that's others. to be seen because we're sitting here it's a friday after yep. it was released on a wednesday yeah and i think that was already odd enough that maybe it's kind of going to get that slow rollout yeah and then maybe people will find it over the weekend yeah. but i'm curious to see if there is any buzz because i got very little in the past few days yeah like i said i i looked online and uh I'm just like, what movie are we watching? What? <laughs> I looked on IMDb; it wasn't ready. Uh, right. I think certain uh, Wikipedia well, they don't pages, put it up nothing. Until, like it's ready, ready. Like they'll like, yeah. Uh, Netflix likes to do this thing where it's like, surprise! Here's a pr- huge movie that we're re- re- releasing. Even Bird Box for all the yeah fanfare of that, or even Murder Mystery, which uh, Adam Sandler released uh, not too long too, ago. Yeah. Uh, they what a few weeks before they're like here's a trailer yep. and then we'll see in a little bit and then you know imdb won't have any reviews until it's release release and then so you don't even yeah. get like the the lead in or something nobody's certified seeing this shit. fresh right wait an hour yeah <laughs> exactly but yeah uh i i enjoy writing uh later in life mm-hmm. and uh i love movies and i just put them together and right. i i try and put them out into the world and right whether you uh agree or disagree uh for the most part right i'm just arguing with myself <laughs> there you go man well tell them where you can uh they can find yes. all these reviews uh, and facebook forward slash because everyone says backslash know, it's yeah. forward slash yeah uh arguing with myself yeah uh on twitter i am arguing w myself right and instagram i am arguing with right yeah yeah it's it's weird how those yeah occur it's so hard to get like the who wants to argue the same one for everything else oh my god that's like dot coms how do people get dot coms i don't know especially in this day and age man. oh my god everything has to be so specific like even this i was like nomcast nobody's gonna fucking have nomcast guess what exists and guess what exists not only as a twitter handle it used to be a podcast for someone it was called the fucking nomcast i think i saw that and like every so often you get that uh you know you may be interested in this and right i see nomcast i'm like that looks kind of like yeah and it's got like not eight a followers professional and thing. Like, what yeah. is happening <laughs> why is this still exi-? and they haven't done anything i'm not going on this show nine oh nine yeah. and i'm like and i'm losing my fucking prime handle for this guy i know i want to send him a dm so bad you I, should do so, it i'm like should do it listen man i'm getting a little shine now right tens of people have listened to this podcast <laughs> but you know yeah no. people seem to enjoy it hopefully it continues um but yeah absolutely 
follow Chris, follow the arguing with myself stuff. Uh, go to pinecomics.com and search for for your old reviews there and yep. get a sense for you there. Or obviously, you said on the Facebook page. Uh, so thanks a lot for being here, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and absolutely. Uh, hopefully, we'll come back and have something a little better to talk about. I hope so. <laughs> thanks, man. Thank you.